0: Hi, Coach Joe Lucas here, and welcome to this episode of the Magellan Network Show. I've got a quick question for you. Why do people hire you? Think about that. You know, I find a lot of times advisors uh, are really getting caught up in, you know, that very important value proposition, right? That very important value question. You know, why, why should I get hired? Uh, why should I be hired versus anybody else? And even more importantly, why does somebody want an advisor? Right, and you know what? has been interesting is last several weeks I've been watching uh, one of my one of my mastermind groups that I uh, lead. Uh, some of the members in there are, are engaging in this conversation, right? And uh, it's very interesting because I think a lot of times, and, and I get it too. I can be I can be guilty of it myself. Um, we end up thinking in terms of like all the things that we do, right? So in the advisor space, right? Financial planning, asset allocation estate planning, college planning, right? Insurance reviews and, you know, uh, and some people come up with 100 things that we do, 75 things, 175 things, right? And they're all legit. So there's nothing I go, well, that's, that's meaningless. I mean, they're all, I've looked at these, they're all good. But that's not really why somebody hires an advisor, right? I mean, if you really think about it, that to me is what I call level twos, right? Which is they're part of the recipe, they're ingredients in that relational recipe, but is not the main reason. In my experiences over 26 years, there are two reasons a human being engages in the services and the relationship of a financial advisor. Number one is they want a financial quarterback. They want somebody to pull it all together, right? They want somebody to coordinate their CPA, their attorney. They want to have a plan. And why why does a human being want all that? They want it for, they want to be safe, right? They're looking for safety, right? They're looking for security. They just want to go to bed feeling like, you know, it's there, right? That they got a plan, you know, they've got some certainty. One of the things that advisors have to provide to their clients is a level of certainty. Now, in our game today, in our world today, right? The COVID land, there is a lot of uncertainty. Right, a lot of what ifs, and so it's very important in the advisor community that we really are diligent around creating those certain conversations. Now, what do I mean by that? What I mean is that when you're talking to your clients, you've got to remind them about their personal situation. You need to influence them to take action because a lot of times, and you know, think about this yourself as as you're watching or listening to me you know, there's a lot of frustration going on, right? A lot of people are frustrated because people feel powerless, right? Uh, Things are being taken away, things like that, um, and it's frustrating. So if you could provide a client a project, a path where they can take action, right? In other words, you can empower them to move forward on something. It's going to create, it's going to make them feel good. Like, hey, I'm taking action. I'm, I'm being pro- I'm being productive. I'm being proactive, right? Those things all matter, right? That's really one of the top things advisors need to bring to their clients. So number one, right? Why do we get hired? Uh, we get hired because they want a quarterback. They want somebody to pull it all together. Period. Right. Well, second one, they want somebody that they really feel has their back. So with, you know, 411 information, hey, I think about buying a house or a car, which they do, which I do, right? So informational from a source they trust. And then we talk about the 911s, right? When, uh, you know, when the crap hits the fan, right? Um, emergency, you know, um, all those things. And look, and those things are very valuable, right? Um, advisors really earn their money, their fees in my mind, not in when markets are great, and economies are great or anything like that, it's really when the chips are down. You know, that's when we, we focus on it. And and I just think that a lot of times the advisor land community is looking below, at like all these features and benefits you can do, and they're missing the big picture of why somebody gets hired. Bottom line. And the reality is we're in the relationship business. You know, your game is no really no different than mine. Now, I deal in advisors. And in their success aspects, right? You deal with clients, investors, right? Savers in their economic aspects. We do coaching. You do coaching. You may not have thought about it that way, but the trend in our industry is more financial coaching and less portfolio management. I mean, that's just reality going forward. So you got to ask yourself, you know, if I'm the financial quarterback, am I providing everything I could? Am I, am I, am I at a level 10? Am I really, you know, owning that position? And am I leading? The other part of this conversation has got to be advisors have got to understand that they're also leaders of their clients. You must be in a position of leadership slash power. And a lot of times what I find in talking to advisors, um, there's this service concept. Well, you know, they're the client. We're there to serve them. Okay. What exactly does that mean? Does that mean that you roll over when somebody says, I don't think I want to do that? Does that mean that you're afraid to have a conversation with a client because you may upset them and lose them? Like, what does that mean? If you're going to lead, you've got to be willing to have the tough conversations. You've got to be willing to risk being fired. And if you're not willing to go into a client conversation, you know, that has to happen because you're afraid of retribution, uh, an outcome that's not aligned, that you are not operating in fiduciary capacity. That's a lie. You've gotta be willing to have honest conversations with your clients. If they're doing things that are not in their best interest, i.e. spending too much money, taking too much risk, not following through on things, you need to respectfully, professionally, but powerfully call them out. Not because we wanna be on a power trip, because it's the right thing to do, period. And yet, so many advisors don't step up to that plate. Why? Because of their own relational insecurities, right? You don't have a guarantee with your clients. You, know, you don't have a five-year contract to be their advisor. And you know what's interesting? So in my world, you know, I do the same thing, which all my agreements are month to month, why? Why should the coach have a better deal than the advisor? Right, that's my belief. Like, if, if your butt's on the line, I want my butt on the line with you. That's just my belief. And so we start thinking about it, right? You start thinking about all the things that you could do. And, you know, people talk about value. You know, like, what's the value of an advisor relationship? And I think a lot of times, like I said before, our industry gets caught up in deliverables, right? Well, we do financial planning, we do this, you know, you're going to get 10 reviews, you know, you get four reviews a year and, you know, all this jazz. Meaningful stuff. So I'm not, I'm not dismissing it, but I'm going to discount it. They want two things from you. Number one, a quarterback. And number two, they want to know you have their back. That's what you bring to the table. Everything else is secondary. And so maybe a little less energy on coming up with the deliverable box and maybe more time at the two big things that are most important. How do I become a better quarterback leader? How do I make sure that my clients know I have their back? Like, how do I communicate that? How do I remind them that we're here for consultation? We're here to hear them out. Hey, if you if, if you're not sleeping at night, call us, right? Whatever's going on. Case in point, so I was talking to one of my clients and we're talking about raising our fees, right? Which I know some of you are like, how do you do that in this environment? You do it, right? And we're talking about raising fees. And I say, okay, so walk me through why you want to raise this person's fees. And and they were they were kind of you know, they're on the low side of what obviously would obviously be norm, and we were looking for about a I think a 20-bip 20, 20 uh, raise on it. Um, and I said, you know, so walk me through the scenario. It's like a five million dollar relationship, so you know that's significant. Twenty basis points on five mil, you know, that is not insignificant revenue enhancement. And I said, tell me why you deserve it, right? That's my question to my client. Tell me why you deserve why do you deserve a raise? And he says, back in March, this client wanted to bail. They want to sell everything, like it, we're going back to the Stone Age, like that kind of conversation, right? So I said to him, I said, "So okay, five mil. Let's just say they were. Let's say you just capitulated because you, the client's always right, right? You're going to serve them, right? And you popped and you and you and you press the sell button, or they were doing it. They were DIYers, right? Do first and then they popped the sell button. What was the economic impact of that? It goes about one point five million dollars. Said, yeah. So what are you worth now? Because you stopped them from doing something stupid." Right. See, we in the advisor community, we diminish the impact that we have with people. We just don't think about it. You know, what's it worth? You know, like in my game and, and there's there are correlations in some areas, it's not 100 percent correlated, of course, but in my game. Right. So I take a client who's been in, in this game for 20 years. And I finally, from strategy and mindset and repetition and sticking my thumb in their back and my boot upright, I get them to master the referral and introduction game at a high level. To where now uh, all new households really come from referrals, right? And it adds another 12 to 16 new households a year. And it adds another, you know, let's say $6 million to the bond, you know, on assets, right? all fee-based, you can do the math on that, right? What's that worth over the next 20 years to that advisor, right? What is that worth? What should I be charging for that? See, if our business was all about time, right? If, if the value proposition was, well, how much time am I going to spend with this client? How much energy is this going to take? Then we'd all be charging by the hour. We just would Right? We just say, you know what? Hey, you're going to need about 20 hours a year of our time. Uh, we're at $500 an hour or $300 an hour. Here's our rate. We'll bill you quarterly. And, uh, and you know, away we go. Right? Thank God that's not our business. That's very limiting. But on the other hand, it's about outcomes. You know, so how much are you going to save your client over a 20 year career? You know, let's say a typical client relationship is 20 years. It's probably longer, but let's use 20 years. 20 years of guidance, 20 years of financial planning, 20 years of, 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 you know, tax planning, right? 20 years of college planning, 20 years of, you know, just keeping them out of doing stupid stuff. What's that worth in a relationship? Quarter million dollar relationship, half million dollar relationship, five million dollar relationship, relationship, 50 million dollar relationship, what's it worth? All of you are not charging enough. Now, when I say that, Then you're like, well, Joe, but they can go to Betterment, or they can go here. Yeah, they can. It's not the same thing. They can go to Schwab. Yeah, they can. Not the same thing. They can go to Vanguard and get financial planning and sell for 50 bips. Not the same thing. What we all offer is a deep, meaningful relationship. What we offer is having their back. What we offer is to be their, their shepherd, to be their leader, to be their coach, to help them economically be in the best place possible. Now, it also means that a lot of times, at least in my experience of talking to my clients, that we end up you know becoming life coaches and business coaches, and right? and we end up you know kind of you know kind of segueing out into other areas, which are the ultimate value proposition, the ultimate value enhancement. You know, a lot of times less is more, and I find a lot of times. Advisors have too many households, a lot of them which are not meaningful. They're just on the books. They're accounts. And I guess if you want to have a business like that, that's that's your call. That's your decision. But let me say this, that if you view your business by account and by household and not by relationship, then you're a commodity in your client's eyes. You're easily replaced. You know why? You have no relationship. You're just there. It's just that, and the reason why they haven't a it out or transferred out, laziness, inertia, right? No desire to yet until that day comes, right? You, all of us, have got to make a decision on what our business is really about. And for some of you out there who really look at yourself as really portfolio managers, and I know there there are many of you. Hear these words. If you're basing your entire relationship on your your kind of black box, you're, you're in love with your portfolios and you're in love with your process, but you're not in love with your people, i.e. your clients, you are really at risk. You could be a portfolio manager, but you better love your clients and not love your process and not love your portfolio. You just can't do it anymore. So one last thing before we say goodbye in this episode. You know, I'm recording this. It's mid-July, right? I'm here in Florida. It's hot. It's sticky. And it's a bit crazy here these days. And the one thing I want to make, uh, I want to make a comment on is, look, I could give a rat's ass about your political persuasions. Red, blue, purple, I don't care. But here's what I want you to understand. What you bring to the table for your clients today will not be enough tomorrow. you got to enhance the relationships. you got to care more deeply. you got to figure out a path to lead. And you got to provide max value. Now, when you do that, you also can charge max fees. And that is still a win-win relationship. Remember, you don't want clients who are looking for a deal. You know why? Because if you give them one, they're always going to come back to take another bite of the apple. It's inevitable. You know, if they're going to negotiate you down, walk away. Walk away. As I do. One last piece, and then we're going to get you out of here. If any of this made sense to you, why don't you come and try me out for 14 days? MagellanNetwork.net. We have strategies that we have advisors growing their practices, running their game, improving their game in the COVID landscape. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching this episode of the Magellan Network Show. So there you have it. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, I would like a 14-day free trial to the Magellan Network to get better at business development, practice management, personal development, and overall create the ideal vision for yourself and your business. Please visit MagellanNetwork.net. That's Network net and claim your 14-day free trial. As always, I'm here to help you become a better business owner, entrepreneur, and professional. And with that, I'll catch you next time on the Magellan Network Podcast with me, your host, Coach Joe. Take care.